Good morning, everybody. We have a lower to sharply lower trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.02 a.m. Central Time. I'm starting a little bit early. I'm on the road today. December corn futures down 13.5 cents at 5.55. November soybeans down 23 cents at 13.66 and three quarters. September Chicago wheat down 17 and a quarter at 6.93 and a half. September Kansas City wheat down 12 and a half cents at 6.56 and a quarter. September spring wheat down 20 cents at 877 and three quarters uh, you guys are listening on the podcast i really appreciate it leave me a review or a rating if you have not already forecasts offer some rain for the u.s corn belt this morning there was a little bit of a shift here now your weather prediction center maps your government maps are not really indicating much of this but the euro model in particular adds rain for iowa and southern minnesota in particular beginning monday and tuesday next week I am not seeing these same rains, however, in this morning's GFS run. So you've got a little bit of weather model conflict here. The GFS model offers rain for central and eastern areas of the Corn Belt uh, near term and, and really nothing heavier organized. And then the GFS kind of brings back some rain into Iowa and really a good chunk of the Corn Belt around July 31st and into the first few days of August. So I would venture to say that uh, this forecast, which appears slightly less threatening this morning, uh, in in some versions of it at least, may be responsible for the sell-off. You know, this is uh, July. It's weather market season. It doesn't take much to result in some volatility. Ethanol production declined marginally last week. Weekly output 1.028 million barrels per day. That was down 1.3% on the week, down 1% versus the same week in 2019. Uh, we've got a small weekly decline here, but production has been back above 1 million barrels per day for 10 consecutive weeks now. So most people, and myself included, would, would agree that ethanol production is back to normal following last year's COVID mess. Uh, producer margins in regard to ethanol are break-even to slightly positive, so uh, everything looks good on the ethanol front here. Now, of course, we've got these policy issues and people trying to, to end the mandate and all that stuff. But in terms of actual output, we're doing pretty well here, really. Minneapolis wheat futures lead the wheat market lower this morning. Your spot month uh, September Minneapolis contract, that September contract, peaked near $9.44 on Monday. We trade down into the 870s this morning. So we've had a, a fairly significant correction. Nothing has changed, in my opinion, in regard to the U.S. spring wheat situation. It's, it's a disaster. It's not going to improve. Um, there's no rain in the forecast that's going to change any of this. Some might argue that, that rains or forecasted rains over Canadian spring wheat areas are responsible for this sell-off. This appears to me, honestly, to be a simple correction in both flat price in regard to Minneapolis futures and also in the spreads. Your spring wheat versus um, SRW and spring wheat versus HRW spreads got kind of lofty, and this is a correction in all of that. Crude oil prices have rebounded despite a rise in U.S. inventories. Spot month WTI crude futures gained $3.10 a barrel yesterday, or about 4.6%. Futures trade back above 70 bucks this morning. This rally follows a sharp early week sell-off, which was sparked by an OPEC decision to increase production. Uh, prices rise despite some data yesterday indicating the first U.S crude oil inventory build since May. Crude oil inventories rose by 21 million barrels. Analysts expected a decline of about 4 million. So despite the rise, the crude market is acting much better. We're actually above 71 here in the SEP WTI contract this morning. U.S. equity markets have also recovered following an early week sell-off. The S&P has erased all of its early week losses. Um, 
We uh, lost 1.6% in the S&P on Monday amid renewed COVID fears. Perhaps the soft in the oil market had something to do with it. And the index gained 1.5% Tuesday. It was up 8 tenths yesterday, and it's higher this morning. Traders will be watching this morning's jobless claims report. That's out at 7.30, I believe. Uh, jobless claims set a COVID-era low last week. So we're hoping for, for more of that and more good news on the jobs front. We've got an export sales out, uh, report out from USDA this morning at 7.30 a.m. Central. Corn sales for old crop expected uh, maybe net cancellations up to 300 positive. New crop sales 100 to 400 expected. Soybeans, uh, small net cancellations to 200 positive for old crop, 100 to 450 for new crop expected. Wheat sales 350 to 600 expected. Remember guys, August grain options expire tomorrow. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. The cattle market uh, was a little bit higher in the fat cattle market yesterday. There was some trade on the uh, online auction at 119. Uh, Outside of that, there was some light cash trade at 119 in the south, 121 to 123 in the north. So maybe a slightly weaker tone in the cash cattle market here this week. The box beef market was up marginally yesterday. In the outside markets here this morning, we've got the S&P up seven points. The Dow Jones is up about 70. Uh, gold's down about eight bucks. Silver's up a little bit. We've got the U.S. dollar just a little bit higher. And again, crude oil is higher, up 72 cents in the September WTI at 7102. Everybody have a wonderful day. I'll be back in the office tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.